Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Uh, welcome listeners and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jessica, the Communications Manager with your BBB. I'm a new voice on BBB SparkCast and I am so excited to be here today with JJ Rodeheffer. JJ is one of the entrepreneurs behind Zipline Logistics, a third-party logistics firm headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, and a 2016 Torch Award for Ethics recipient. Zipline helps shippers navigate retail transportation throughout North America, and they were recently named to the 2017 Top 3PL and Cold Storage Providers list by Food Logistics, were included in Inc. 5000's list of America's fastest-growing private companies for the seventh consecutive year, and just celebrated their 10th anniversary. How are you doing today, JJ? I'm doing great. Thanks, Jessica. Glad to have you here. Thanks for coming. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of mentorship in continuing your education through your business journey. Um, but first, can you give us a little bit more background on Zipline and what you guys do? Yeah, Zipline, uh, like you mentioned, is a third-party logistics firm. Uh, we're headquartered here in Columbus, and we did just celebrate 10 years. Just had a great party. It was really, really fun. Uh, but our business is to manage transportation for shippers and manufacturers. We're a little bit different than others. We have a niche. Uh, we specifically help guide shippers through the retail chain. So if you buy it at a big box retailer, that's where we thrive. Um, so we're specialists, primarily food, beverage, or overall encompassing CPG, which is consumer products. So if you buy it, we ship it. Uh, whereas a lot of the people that we compete against are generalists, so they'll do anything and we really are sticking with, with our niche. Mm -hmm. Great. So kind of, can you tell us a little bit about how you guys got Zipline started? Just give us a little bit of background on the beginning of that. Yeah, my partners and I used to work for a Fortune 200 third-party logistics company uh, up in Chicago, and we're there for five or six years, and you know, really enjoyed it, but thought that we could probably do a little bit better. Uh, that was really the goal. We, we liked what we did, we liked the industry, uh, but we felt there was a real need for connecting really good shippers with really good carriers, um, which kind of goes back into the niche that I mentioned. So 10 years ago, um, you know, we just moved to Columbus and, and, and started Zipline. And you know, today we're 60 people and moved 40,000 shipments last year uh, and having another great growth year in 2017. Was there a reason that brought you to Columbus or was it yeah, um, so all three of us are from Ohio. Uh, we attended Miami University and uh, we're from all different corners of the state. But uh, Columbus is, is one, a thriving city. We've really enjoyed uh, being here for the last 10 years and all of the growth, you know, especially with the downturn around all of Ohio. Um, you know, a lot of other cities haven't sustained or seen the growth that we have. And um, it's been really exciting to be a part of that. And then lastly, there's, there's a real logistics hub here in Columbus. Um, there's a distribution center park surrounding the city almost in every angle. Uh, but Rickenbacker Airport, which is a freight hub that is connected, similar to lim helps limited brands and those types of businesses fly product in from, uh, from the Far East or from Asia. And so it created a real... Um, opportunity for shippers to move here and be in a great distribution hub. And so we've seen some fruits of uh, being just surrounded by those companies and those organizations, which has been really positive for us. Uh, but yeah, so Columbus was a great selection because we could have gone anywhere. And uh, right. I'm really happy to call Columbus home, that's for certain. 
Good. We're glad to have you here. Um, so one aspect of Zipline that really resonates with us is the continued education you provide for your employees. Um, can you just talk a little bit what, about why you think mentorship is so important, not only for your employees, but for an entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing, working for a Fortune 200 company, I felt like I was just a, a cog in the wheel, and I think my partners felt the same. So we knew when we created Zipline, as we would grow, we really wanted to let people be guided by the, the, their mentors within the office. And um, we've seen great opportunity from people that we've hired at you know, maybe their first or second job right out of college and who now have been with us for five or six years. And then they have the ability to guide our youth through the same thing that you know, maybe they looked at us for. So um, you know, I certainly have mentors in life and um, you know, we really want to foster that environment internally. And I think we've done a pretty good job with that. We don't have any walls in our office. Um, we don't have any private offices. And so that leads to a really teamwork environment. Um, but it's really been fun to watch the, uh, the leadership, you know, whether it's natural or whether we've created the setting or whether it's in the office or outside of the office. Uh, but it's been really, really fun to watch as, as, an, as an owner, most certainly. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things that you mentioned was the orientation of your employees and kind of how you um, walk them through the day-to-day -day operations. Can you just speak a little bit about that too? Yeah, and so this is, training is a huge question for the interview process for us because oftentimes people come to Zipline and have heard good things about the organization or, or seen some of the awards we've won and thought, oh, that's a place I want to be a part of, but I don't know anything about logistics or I haven't been in logistics. And um, quite frankly, that's almost preferred for us. Uh, we like to be able to mold people our own way um, logistics can have some, can develop some bad habits. You know, it's, it's a service, it's a service industry, and so you know if you're not really communicating effectively to your customers, uh, you know they can read things incorrectly in an email or not hear things the way you want them to. So we like starting fresh with uh, you know trainees, and so you know we start with a six-week training pro uh, program that has both classroom but also real-world learning. Um, we own 25. Uh, headsets that connect to other headsets that are you know kind of wide coordinates. You can listen to what other people are doing on the phone, mm -hmm. and so they spend forty percent of their time in those six weeks on the actual floor. You know whether it's listening or shadowing or even something we nicknamed puppeteering, where someone's telling them what to do and then they're doing it. And it's kind of a process that we get to you know throughout the six weeks. Um, so that's the beginning of the, of the training program. The last couple of years we've really focused on kind of training 2.0 or, or retraining or um, giving people the opportunity to go back through certain you know, lessons that maybe they missed or it was too much for them. Uh, or, or in addition to that, taking some topics that we really want to put a deeper dive in, but maybe your first year you wouldn't get it as much. You haven't seen the, the cycles or the understanding of our business. And so we've seen really uh, we've reaped great rewards from that. And then it goes back to the mentoring. And so I don't have to be the person that trains those sessions, right? It can be someone who's been with us for three, four, five years, gives them a real sense of worth, a sense of leadership, the ability for them to you know, take the information that they have and really mold it as their own. Uh, so it's been fun to kind of sneak in the back door and go to a couple of those sessions and mm -hmm. see how someone would have done it. And then, of course, you know, the entrepreneur in me is like, oh, I would have done it this way. Right? So I'm, I work on trying to just hold back and just watch and let them uh, perform their own way because you know everyone learns a little bit differently everyone teaches a little bit differently um, no one's right or wrong and so it's been really fun pretty rewarding these last couple of years because we put a big focus on that that's great
it seems like you guys have, you know, kind of these um, foundations set in place. Is there, and we mentioned that you are a 2016 recipient of the Torch Award for Ethics. Yeah. Um, can you just talk about a little bit about, you know, the fundamentals of your business and kind of how those um, filtered into, you know, the, the outline of your company? Absolutely. Um, so you know, I mentioned that in the service world, you know, you may not always get the best service provider in what you do, right? Whether it's a restaurant or whether it's actually what we do. And trucking or transportation can be a little unscrupulous. Uh, a lot of people overpromise and underdeliver, and that goes all throughout the supply chain, from anyone like Zipline um, or someone like us to a driver to a dispatcher to a warehouse facility. Uh, but in the end, everyone has the same goal and. What we saw was an opportunity there to link good shippers with good carriers, right? And, and, and not just generalizing everyone that just because you're a shipper and just because you're a, a trucking company means you have the opportunity to work together. So we've tried to align with customers that believe in you know, partnership, uh, trusting us to, you know, to lead them to the right st strategy around supply chain, and, and all the way down to the way that we treat truck drivers. Um, truck drivers have a really, really hard job. Um, you know, they're away from their families for the majority of their lives. Um, you know, it's a lonely road out there. If you ever go to a truck stop, if you just say hi, and, and you'd, you'd be shocked at how much they're, they're, they, they light up and, and look at you and are appreciative of just the little hello. But when we started Zipline, we wanted to make sure that we were very transparent, right? So we are really cognizant of making sure that we're offering you know, fair rates. Um, we're not trying to take advantage of drivers in a, in a scenario where most people in our industry will. And it's funny because sometimes we get lumped in to everyone else in the industry. Right? I, I can think of specific examples where you know, maybe a customer will say, you guys are always late. And it's like, hey, you need to point out, I, you, sh you have other carriers in there too. No offense, but I, I have stats. I haven't been late in six months. Right. You know? And you know, then they'll be like, you're right, you're right, we do like Zipline. And it's been resonating. We get a ton of referral business from, from other customers when maybe someone who's making decisions on transportation leaves their company and goes to another, they almost always call us or try to get us in the door. Um, I've had five of those happen in the last six weeks, which have all landed, you know, become new relationships for us. Mm -hmm. So we really instill that throughout the entire team because it's, I can say it, or my business partners can say it, but if we don't empower the rest of our team to, to make the same decisions and, and treat people the same way, then um, you know, we're not doing our job, and, and we're not doing exactly what we set out to do, which is to be different. Right? We want to be a really transparent partner for both our carriers and our customers, and, and we work really hard to, to live that throughout every day. That's great. So do you feel like um, your BBB accreditation has helped with that extra level of you know, trustworthiness and transparency and, you know, letting not only your employees, but your clients and, you know, the people that you work with every day kind of see that? I do. It's one of, as an owner, an entrepreneur, it's one of our proudest achievements. I make sure that it's on any sales deck that we're bringing up to a, per, a prospective client or a current client. Um, because we can tell the story of exactly what got us that award or how we received that award, which, uh, which in short was just complete transparency with a customer um, around rating, and they were really surprised at our approach because no one else had ever done that for that customer. And so it's a real win to talk about that story. So yeah, it's very important to us. I, I make sure that I mention it 
in any time we have the opportunity to sit down with a prospective client. And again, I think oftentimes people hear the, lifts, the lip service around it, but we have proof behind it, right? Mm -hmm. And then we can continue to show that value around that, you know, I guess, attribute that maybe many others don't carry, and they can see it right away because it's the, from the inception of the relationship, we're, we're, we're seeking that type of partnership with our client. Um, and so it's, it's been, it's, been uh, it's, it's proved its weight in gold for certain. I think clients really believe it and they see it. That's great. Who um, do you feel like was kind of a mentor that sticks out in your head when you were maybe kind of trying to decide, I mean, it has to be kind of a big decision to leave a company and start your own. So was there anybody that kind of helped push you over the edge of that decision or really helped you when you guys were getting started and laying the groundwork out? I, I think that my family has been the, the most supportive. Um, you know, no one in my family has been an entrepreneur. They don't own their own businesses, but they really just work their tail off. And I knew that if we set a goal, we'd be able to accomplish it. And so when he's 27, I think ignorance was bliss. You know, I don't necessarily know that I, I, don't, I don't consider myself a visionary or I don't think that I knew what I was signing up for. Not that I would change it. Um, but where we've come in 10 years is, is not really where I saw it. Right? We have 60 people and um, you know, over a couple hundred customers and I'm in an airplane once a week almost. Um, but neither here nor there. You know, I, I just think that hard work is what I knew would pay off and I think that's what's got us here today. And our employees follow suit, right? They all work their tail off and uh, it shows in the work and the retention with customers and the retention with employees. Um, but yeah, I would say my family. And you said that you and the, your other partners, you all went to school together. So were you all kind of a unit before this or did you kind of come back together to form this? How did that work out? Yeah, that's a really good question. So we did all attend Miami University down in Oxford. Um, and although there at the same time, I didn't know them and they didn't know me. Um, when we met was at our, our, our first job. And so we had a bunch of similar friends. And so we connected pretty quickly around our first jobs and started hanging out as friends. Um, so that's kind of how that evolved. It is funny, my business partner, Andrew Lynch, who's the president of our company, we shared a bunch of the same like girlfriends, like the group of girls from college. And they always would say, hey, do you know JJ or do you know Andrew? And uh, we'd always, no, but everyone tells us we'd be great friends. And uh, yeah, I was in his wedding and, and you know, we're close friends today. So I always think that's a you know, pretty funny story in a small world, most certainly. Yeah. There's 20,000 people in Oxford. It's not that small of a university. Well, and then to go to Chicago, you right. know, which is an even bigger group of right. you know, people. So it just kind of goes to show anybody can be a mentor if you kind of have the same sort of goals and you know, ideas and that sort of thing. Right. Um, so for anybody who's maybe thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or looking kind of for um, a mentor or you know, just ready to take that next step. Do you have any thoughts or advice for them or for someone who might be kind of? Yeah, I think that, um, one, I always recommend do it because right? you're going to learn a ton. And no matter how you define success or failure, right? a lot of people define it as monetarily, but as an entrepreneur, that's probably not your best, your best uh, way to define it. So I think the best advice that I've seen most recently that I've really been adhering to is you know, it's not how many times you fail, it's how many times you get back up. Mm -hmm. um, in, our, in our 10 years, we've had a great journey. Right? We've been fortunate to be very successful, but not with a lot of bumps and, and, and missteps. And we still have those today. Um, but for us, it's just you know, accepting them, 
taking them in and then taking the challenge head on and trying to knock those out. So, um, you know, as a 10 year business, our challenges are different today than they certainly were nine and a half years ago. Um, but I still, I will say they're still there and we're still trying to attack them the exact same way. So my advice is to go out on a limb and, and give it a shot because I think more oftentimes than not, you will succeed. Just go for it. Go for it. Well, that's wonderful advice. And um, thank you so much again for joining us today. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Uh, listeners, you can find out more about Zipline Logistics by visiting ziplinelogistics.com and following them on social media. Be sure to subscribe to BBB Sparkcast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. We look forward to you joining us next time.